Section 14 of The Complete Confectioner by Hannah Glass. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Tarts, Custards, Cheesecakes, etc. Part 1. Apple tart is made the same way as a pie, but if to be eaten cold, make the short crust, which must be observed with all tarts intended to be eaten cold. If you use tin patties to bake in, butter them and put a little crust all over them, or you will not be able to take them out. But if you bake them in glass or china, only an upper crust will be necessary, as you will not want to take them out when sent to table. Lay fine sugar at the bottom, then your cherries, plums, or whatever you may want to put in them, and put sugar at the top. Currants and raspberries make an exceeding good tart, and do not require much baking. Cherries require but little baking. Gooseberries, to look red, must stand a good while in the oven. Apricots, if green, require more baking than when ripe. Quarter or half ripe apricots, and put in some of the kernels. Preserved fruit, as damascenes and bullus, require but little baking. Fruit that is preserved high should not be baked at all, but the crust should first be baked upon a tin the size the tart is to be. Cut it with a marking iron, or not, and when cold, take it off and lay it on the fruit. Apples and pears intended to be put into tarts, must be pared, cut into quarters and cored. Cut the quarters across again, set them on in a saucepan with as much water as will barely cover them, and let them simmer on a slow fire just till the fruit is tender. Put a good piece of lemon peel into the water with the fruit, and then have your patties ready. Lay fine sugar at the bottom, then your fruit, and a little sugar at top. Pour over each tart a teaspoonful of the liquor they were boiled in. Then put on your lid, and bake them in a slack oven. Apricot tarts may be made in the same manner, observing that you must not put in any lemon juice. To make rhubarb tarts Take stalks of English rhubarb that grow in the gardens, peel and cut it the size of gooseberries, sweeten it, and make them as you do gooseberry tarts. These tarts may be thought singular, but they are very fine ones and have a pretty flavour. The leaves of rhubarb are a fine thing to eat for a pain in the stomach, the roots for tincture, and the stalks for tarts to make angelica tarts take the stalks peel them cut them into little pieces pare some golden pippins or nonpareils of each an equal quantity first take away the parings of the apples and the cores boil them in as much water as will cover them with a little lemon peel and fine sugar till it is like a very thin syrup then strain it off and set the syrup on the fire again with the angelica let it boil about ten minutes when the crust is ready 
lay a sliced apple and a layer of angelica so on till the patty pans are full and bake them filling them first with syrup to make a raspberry tart with cream roll out some thin puff paste and lay it in a patty pan lay in some raspberries and strew over them some very fine sugar put on the lid and bake it cut it open and put in half a pint of cream the yolks of two or three eggs well beat and a little sugar let it stand to be cold before it is sent to bake to make orange or lemon tarts take six large oranges or lemons rub them well with salt put them in water for two days with a handful of salt in it change them into fresh water every day without salt for a fortnight put them into a saucepan of water and boil them for two or three hours till they are tender cut them into half quarters and then three corner ways as thin as possible pare quarter and core six pippins put them into a saucepan with a pint of water boil them till they are tender break them smooth with a spoon and put the liquor and pippins to your oranges or lemons with a pound of fine sugar and boil all together for a quarter of an hour if for an orange tart squeeze in the juice of an orange if for lemon the juice of a lemon put it into galley pots and when cold tie paper over them when you make the tarts let your china or other patty pans be small and shallow fill them nearly full and put a thin puff paste over them ice them and bake them in a slow oven till the paste is done to make green apricot tarts take green apricots put some vine or cabbage leaves at the bottom of a preserving pan put them in and cover them with spring water put vine or cabbage leaves at the top put a board or trencher on to keep them under water and scald them till they are yellow then take them out put them into cold water a minute and take them out of the water put vine or cabbage leaves at the bottom of your preserving pan put them in and cover them with cold spring water put vine or cabbage leaves over them set them at a good distance from the fire and let them simmer up but not boil put them away all night in a pan and liquor and the next morning they will be green take them out and put them into another pan with as much of the liquor as will moisten them sweeten them with fine sugar to your palate give them a boil till the sugar is melted and when they are cold make them into tarts in china earthenware or tin patty pans with what sort of paste you please ice them and bake them in a slow oven till the paste is done to make green almond tarts gather the almonds off the tree before they begin to shell and rub off the down with a coarse cloth have a pan of spring water ready to put them in as fast as they are done put them into a skillet cover them with spring water and set them over the fire at a great distance till it simmers 
change the water twice and let them remain in till they begin to be tender then take them out and put them in a clean cloth with another over them and gently press them to make them dry then make a syrup with double refined sugar put them in and simmer them a few minutes repeat it the next day put them into a stone jar and cover them very close for if the least air gets to them they will turn black when you use them put them into patty pans and put either puff or tart paste over them ice and bake them in a moderate oven to make icing for tarts beat up the white of an egg to a high froth with a paste brush put it on the top of the tarts and sift on them fine powder sugar before you put them in the oven sprinkle a little water over them or thus beat up the white of an egg to a high froth and put in two ounces of fine powder sugar with a wooden spoon beat it well for a quarter of an hour then with a knife lay it very thin over the tarts to make apple or pear tarts pare them first then cut them into quarters and take the cores out cut each across again throw them into a saucepan with no more water in it than will just cover the fruit let them simmer over a slow fire till they are tender before you set your fruit on the fire take care to put a large piece of lemon peel into the water have the patty pans in readiness and strew fine sugar at the bottom then lay in the fruit and cover them with as much of the same sugar as you think sufficient over each tart pour a teaspoonful of lemon juice and three spoonfuls of the liquor in which they were boiled then lay the lid over them and put them into a slack oven if the tarts be made of apricots etc you must neither pare cut nor stone them nor use lemon juice which is the only difference between these and other fruits observe with respect to preserved tarts only lay in the preserved fruit and put a very thin crust over them and bake them as short a time as possible to make a cream tart put into a stewpan two spoonfuls of fine flour with the yolks of six eggs reserving the whites of them mix your flour in a quart of milk and season it with sugar and a stick of cinnamon keep it stirring with a ladle and put in a good lump of butter the cream being half done put in some green lemon grated some preserved lemon peel shred small with some bitter almond biscuits let the whole be thoroughly done when ready let it be cold then put an abbess of puff paste in a baking pan with a border of paste and put your cream over it mix it with some orange flower water and the whites of eggs beat up to a froth take care not to overfill your custard and let it be done either in the oven or under the cover of a baking pan with fire under and over when ready and glazed with sugar by means of a red-hot fire shovel 
serve it up hot to make a pistachio tart get a pound of pistachio scalded pound them and do them as been before directed take three or four savoy biscuits moisten them a little with cream or milk let them be handled like paste then mix them and proceed in the same manner as with almond tarts another way to make a pistachio tart the pistachios being scalded and pounded mix them with some pastry cream strew over them sugar rasped green lemon peel and preserved lemon peel cut small add the whites of six eggs beat up to a froth do the rest as before note the above two compositions with pistachios are to be made use of with tarts and in the following pastry to make a chocolate tart put two spoonfuls of fine flour in a stewpan with the yolks of six eggs reserve their whites mix these with some milk add a quarter of a pound of rasped chocolate with a stick of cinnamon some sugar a little salt and some rasped green lemon peel let them be a little time over the fire after which put in a little preserved lemon peel cut small and having tasted whether it has a fine flavour let it cool when cold mix this with the reserved whites of eggs beat up to a froth doing the rest as before directed another way to make a chocolate tart put a spoonful of rice flour and a little salt into a pan with the yolks of five eggs a little milk and mix them well together then add a pint of cream and as much sugar as is necessary set it all to boil over a stove taking care that it does not curdle then grate some chocolate into a plate dry it a little before the fire and when your cream is boiled take it off the fire mix your chocolate well with it and set it by to cool sheet a tart pan put in your cream and bake it when it is baked glaze it with powdered sugar and a red-hot shovel so serve it up to make a cowslip tart take the blossoms of a gallon of cowslips mince them very small and beat them in a mortar put to them a handful or two of grated naples biscuit and about a pint and a half of cream boil them a little over the fire then take them off and beat them in eight eggs with a little cream if it does not thicken put it over again till it does take care that it does not curdle season it with sugar rose water and a little salt bake it in a dish or a little open tartist it is best to let your cream be cold before you stir in the eggs to make green gooseberry tarts you may either use them whole or make a marmalade of them with a good syrup this last is the best method for by this means you can easily judge how sweet they are for the marmalade they ought to be stoned when they are pretty large 
to make minced pies pare and core two pounds of golden pippins two pounds of suet clean picked and two pounds of raisins of the sun stoned chop these separately very fine add two pounds of currants washed dried and rubbed very clean in a cloth put these ingredients together into a large pan strew in half an ounce of cinnamon beaten fine a pound of lump sugar pounded the peel of a lemon cut fine the juice of a seville orange a gill of sack and a gill of brandy mix all well together then put it close down in a pot and lay over it writing paper dipped in brandy when you make pies add sweetmeats to them if you choose but they are exceeding good without to make minced pies for lent boil six eggs hard a dozen of golden pippins pared and cored a pound of raisins of the sun stoned chop these separately very fine a pound of currants washed cleaned and rubbed in a cloth two ounces of sugar pounded an ounce of citron and an ounce of candied orange both cut small a quarter of an ounce of beaten cinnamon two cloves beat fine and half a nutmeg grated a gill of canary and half a gill of brandy squeeze in the juice of a seville orange mix these all well together and press them close down into a pot for use to make almond custard take half a pound of sweet jordan almonds and three bitter almonds blanch and beat them very fine with orange flower water and the yolks of six eggs well beat and strained with a quart of sweet cream mix all together and sweeten it to your palate set it over a slow fire and keep it stirring one way till it be thick then pour it into your cups and if you would have it richly perfumed put in a grain of amber grease to make lemon custard beat the yolks of ten eggs strain them beat them with a pint of cream sweeten the juice of two lemons boil it with the peel of one strain it when cold stir it to the cream and eggs till it nearly boils or put it into a dish grate over the rind of a lemon and brown with a salamander to make rice custard put a blade of mace and a quartered nutmeg into a quart of cream boil it then strain it and add to it some whole rice boiled and a little brandy sweeten it stir it over the fire till it thickens and serve it up in cups or a dish it may be eaten either hot or cold to make baked custard boil a pint of cream with mace and cinnamon when cold take four eggs leaving out two of the whites a little rose and orange flower water and sack nutmeg and sugar to your palate mix them well together and bake them in china cups to make orange custard take the juice of ten oranges strain and sweeten them to your taste dissolve your sugar in the juice over the fire when cold 
take six and twenty yolks of eggs beat them well and mingle them with a quart of cream put the juice of ten oranges more in and strain all together stirring them all the time they are over the fire one way for fear of curdling when it is of a good thickness pour it into your cups another way to make orange custard take half the rind of a seville orange and boil it tender beat it very fine in a mortar and put to it a spoonful of brandy a quarter of a pound of loaf sugar the juice of a seville orange and the yolks of four eggs beat them all well together for ten minutes and then pour in by degrees a pint of boiling cream keep beating them till they are cold then put them in custard cups and set them in an earthen dish of hot water let them stand till they are set then take them out and stick preserved orange on the top they may be served up either hot or cold to make cream custard grate the crumb of a penny loaf extremely fine and put it into a quart of cream with half a pound of fresh butter and the yolks of a dozen eggs put to them as much sugar as you choose then let it thicken over the fire make the custard shallow and when they have stood half an hour in a slow oven grate some loaf sugar over them and serve them up to make a plain custard take a quart of cream or new milk a stick of cinnamon four laurel leaves and some large mace boil them all together take twelve eggs beat them well together sweeten them and put them in your pan bake them or boil them stirring them all one way till they are of a proper thickness boil your spice and leaves first and when the milk is cold mix your eggs and boil it you may leave out the spice and only use the laurel leaves or in the room of that four or five bitter almonds another way to make a plain custard take a quart of new milk the yolks of six eggs beat fine and strained and half a small nutmeg grated sweeten all to your palate and either bake or boil them another way to make a plain custard boil a quart of cream then sweeten it with fine powder sugar and beat up the yolks of eight eggs with two spoonfuls of orange flower water stir all together strain it through a sieve set them on the fire and keep them stirring all one way till they are of a proper thickness then pour them into your cups and put them soon after in a stew pan with as much water as will rise half up the cups set the stew pan over a charcoal fire and let it simmer so as to have them of a proper thickness to make a cream posset take twelve eggs leave out two or three whites take out all the treads and beat them well into the basin you make your posset in add half a pound of sugar a pint of sack and a nutmeg grated stir it and set it on a chafing dish of coals till it is more than blood warm take a quart of sweet cream 
when it boils pour it into a basin cover it with a warm plate and a cloth then set it on a chafing dish of embers till it be as thick as you wish and strew on some fine cinnamon End of section 14